The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another special edition. Yes, a special edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Well, why is it special? I'm glad you asked. We're going to tell you in a minute. But first, let me say I'm Steve Tiber, hanging out with my dear friend, Mr. Mike Fiello. Mike, I can't wait for the show. I tell you, the listeners are going to be encouraged today. Yes. First of all, how are you? I'm doing great. It's been such a, just a refreshing, great tiring how could you put refreshing and tiring together experience here <laughs> in lake did. charles but yeah and but it's it's just so awesome i'm looking forward to our guest today we're going to hear firsthand of uh, of some of the volunteers that came down to lake charles yeah so for total transparency what we wanted to do is while we were in lake charles louisiana we were there from december 3rd to december 10th uh we helped Gosh, almost 150 families rebuild their homes for free during eight days of Hope 18. Now, Lake Charles had hurricanes, an ice storm, flooding, so much more. And thousands, I mean, over a thousand volunteers came from 35 states, and some of them skilled, some of them less skilled. And they loved and served the brokenhearted. And Mike, we saw so many God stories play out in front of our, our, our eyes. The families that came back at dinner and shared their experience of receiving that hope, that joy, that love that only Jesus could provide. It was an amazing eight days. And today we're going to capture from some of these special volunteers. I am so looking forward to it. And I, my, my head is still spinning with and my heart is filled with joy the way you walked around and the homeowners. I mean, that one night, you know, it was just, there was homeowner after homeowner. I mean, we, we started devotion and worship a little late, but that was okay. It because was that's, okay. that's what we do is yeah. minister to the homeowners and they come in and, and just bless us with their stories. I think on one night, 11 different families came yes. and showed up. And, mm. uh, you know, they in, there wasn't a dry eye in the place. I mean, some of these families would share. And while I was interviewing them, Mike, my eyes, yeah, uh, something must have got in them because all these waters start coming out. But and then we gave them all a gift card. Gift we card, wanted to give right. them something, so we not only gave them a brand new roof and helped fix their kitchen and did some plumbing and electrical, but then we wanted to give them a gift card to buy anything they wanted for themselves for Christmas. Mike, that was a rough two years in Lake Charles, Louisiana. It was three hurricanes, a flood, ice storm. Uh, wasn't there tornadoes with that also? It just went on and on. Yeah, and, and that ice storm, 40,000 homes were damaged mm. due to those disasters, but the volunteers did an amazing job. So what we're going to do today, we're going to do things very fast, very quick. We're going to try to get on four or five different guests. Mike, we've never Great. done this before. No, first time. It's I kind of like it. eight days old. There's so many things we've never done this before, and then we find a way <laughs> to do isn't it. isn't our motto. Yeah. We've never done this before, but we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So again, today, we're going to have some guests. They're going to share a little bit about their experiences, how they heard about eight days old, what God showed them, who they met, did they have a good time, was the food good? I mean, we're going to ask all those questions because you've been listening about 80s Hope for a while and you haven't come on a trip maybe. And hopefully today at the end of the show, you're going to feel like, you know what? I want to be a part of that next one. I want to be part of that next one. To sign up for our email alerts, go to 8daysofhope.com. Give us your email address and we'll only invite you when God opens up a door for us to love and serve those in need. So let's do this. We're going to do a shorter opening, Mike. You okay with that? I'm good. Let's go. That's the right answer. You know, what would I have done if you said, no, I'm not good with that? 
Uh, fired me? <laughs> no. Well, well, you can't my, fire a volunteer. We've never paid you, Mike. <laughs> That's right. Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, when we come back, we're going to get a chance to meet a bunch of volunteers. Some of them come uh, from right down the road, and others have come a long way to serve families in need here in Lake Charles as we kind of wrap up our time down here. Hey, I want to thank some of our national partners like Browns Crossing Auto Group. They're uh, based in Tupelo, Mississippi, but they have dealerships all around the South, including right here in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I want to give a shout out to them. And also our friends at Crescent Memorial. Uh, love Terry Jackson, the team there. Thank you for being a partner of 80s Hope. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk to our first volunteer. His name is Ron Plate. He's from Alaska. Yes, from Alaska. And he found a way to get down to Lake Charles to serve this past December. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day. And right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, Eight Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. There's torn up pages in this book Words that tell me I'm no good Chapters that define me for so long But the hands of grace and endless love Dusted off and picked me up Told my heart that hope is never Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. So excited as we wrap up 2022. Maybe you're even listening to this in 2023. This is a special edition of Hope Reigns. And what we wanted to do today, my name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiello. We wanted to capture some from the volunteers who have served this past year. Some of these volunteers have served in Louisiana, some in Florida, some in Buffalo, New York, some in Kentucky. We might hear a little bit about all those outreaches, but again, today we want to do that. Hanging out with Mike Fiello. Mike, the volunteers, they are special. They 
are they make eight days of hope? Oh yes, happen. yeah. We have 181 plus leaders, but with that said, the and you have the numbers, the thousands of volunteers throughout the years that have come. This is what eight days of hope is. When you get on the grounds and you start shaking hands and hey, somebody's from Alaska, uh, and then they're from all, all the the states that are represented, and yep. Canada, and how many other countries in in the past? Houston, how many different uh, countries yeah, did we have? Actually, eleven countries sent volunteers okay. to after Harvey. Right, all fifty states and eleven countries. But think about that: meeting people. Mm. You can easily say, well, definitely across the country, but across the world now? Amen. Are you kidding me? Amen. All right, well, let's go to it. Hey, Ron, good, at, good man, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank uh, you for having me here. Yeah, so, Ron, you really live in Alaska? 49 years. Oh, my gosh. And so how did you hear about the need for a volunteer to serve those uh, who suffered much damage down here in Lake Charles, Louisiana? Well, my wife and I was driving through Texas, Happened to come through Lake Charles about two weeks after the second Hurricane Delta. Oh, okay. And living in Alaska, we're kind of sheltered from a lot of the news and so on that happens down here. And I was absolutely appalled at the damage that I saw. It, mm. it was just amazing. Mm. I didn't never realized that wind and rain could do that much damage. So we had to go back home. I went back home and... My wife had to go to Missouri at her sister's house who was really sick. And so I started thinking and praying, and I just really felt led to come on down and see what I could do. And one thing and another led me to Topper. And I know you talked to Topper earlier. Sure. It's the first man I really met in this year, and so here I am because of that. So the last two years, I've been spending a lot of time in Lake Charles helping. So what have you done this past week with Eight Days of Hope during Eight Days of Hope 18? I'm an electrician. So, oh yes, we love electricians. We I have them. been yeah. doing whatever I can on the electrical to help. Sure. So, yeah. Now, now were you the electrician? You know, last night we had somebody come here and say that for 18 months they didn't have light, and then an electrician, maybe not you, but provided them an opportunity to turn on the switch and know for the first time in 18 months they would have light. Yeah, that one wasn't me, but I have done a couple of those. Yes. Mm. So yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my head around. You're from Alaska. You say down here you, you you don't get a lot of information. Sometimes we don't get a lot of information about what's going on up there. That connection. T- tell us about that connection again. I know you were you were traveling down here on vacation or visiting. Yes. Okay. Yes, just on vacation. Um, I don't know. Sometimes Alaska almost seems like a different country, even though we are part of the United sure. States with the big separation between us and the rest of the states. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Alaskans sometimes just kind of do their own thing and don't really understand what's happening down here. And you so, took the time you fly down, obviously, huh? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so when we came down, we actually bought a little motorhome once we decided what we wanted to do. So we bought a little motorhome, and we've been staying down here a lot in the motorhome, go back home for a while, and then come back down. Oh. Yeah, and a lot of people do that, Mike. I know in Louisiana, when we were there earlier in December, December 3rd to the 10th, 8 days of 18, 66 uh, campers and RVs were driven here to uh, to allow these volunteers a place to sleep. Wow. You didn't bring yours, though, did you? No, I'm looking to... I, I like this idea. Yeah. I'm just talking to my wife about doing a little more travel. <laughs> Mike, is, you don't have an RV. You have a car. How are you going to do that? Oh, okay. Sleep in a trunk or something. I don't know. I'm just kidding. So now you, you and your wife came. So this is like a, a thing you can do together. Oh, yes. Nice. Yes. In fact, she's here working in the laundry. 
Oh my gosh. So every day volunteers need clean laundry. I mean, they've been here, what, eight days and, and, you know, we only give them two shirts. You can't wear the same shirt, you know, four (laughs) days in a row, but your wife is doing laundry and you're out doing electrical work. Yes. I love it. If someone's out there right now, and I I know we've got a couple other volunteers we're going to bring in real quick, but if, if someone was listening right now and they've never been on a missions trip, I'm going to give you 30-second commercial. Tell them why they should come with the Eight Days of Hope. It's just, you can't really believe how much you're blessed doing this here. It's just unbelievable that going into somebody's house, seeing the destruction, the damage that's been done, and you go in, and sometimes it doesn't seem like I really do that much. Mm. But you get time to pray with them, and you see tears streaming down their face. Yeah, it's Mm. just unbelievable. Your heart's full, isn't it? Oh, yes. We we talk about that that all the time, Mike. You you might leave Mm -hmm. tired because we're tired, but your hearts are full. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, Ron, thank you so much, brother, for uh, bringing you and your wife from coming down here from Alaska. I mean, Mm, Mike, you know, I know that, you know, Buffalo, New York in November had about eight feet of snow, but I think you guys (laughs) probably get a little bit more than that up there. Maybe in Valdez. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Ron Plate, one of our volunteers here in Eight Days of Hope 18 down in Lake Charles. God bless you, brother. Thank you so God much. God bless you. Thank yes. you. And, and you. And Mike, you... you we hear this all the time. Mm-hmm. Volunteers come down here and they have a gift and then they get to use it. And, yes. and when they leave, they know they've made a difference. Mm-hmm. We all want to be a part of something bigger than just ourselves. Well, did you notice what Ron said? And, and I jotted it down here. It doesn't seem like I did all that much. Mm. It's huge when you show up to, to serve. God will use you. So if you're out there and, you're, and, and you haven't volunteered, you know, God will use you in a special way. Just you know come out volunteer be a part of the uh, eight days of hope this next guest is you know you can't tell the world you have favorites right in the volunteer <laughs> base but there is a couple dozen they just stick out and and, mm-hmm. and you know i have three daughters but sometimes i look at some of our our young female leaders like this next one um and and i i look at her almost like a daughter mm-hmm. like i do a chandler Gurley, sure um and and others but uh we, you and I remember her as Hannah Houghton, okay. but she has a new name. Her name is Hannah Westerholm. Uh, Hannah's from Pennsylvania. Hannah, welcome to Hope Reigns. Thank you. We love you so much, girl. I love you guys so much, too. This wow. is an awesome honor. Thank you for having me on here. Could so that when was... smile get any bigger oh, than I know. that? I know, I know, I <laughs> know. When ahead. was your first trip with Eight Days of Hope, and at what age? Uh, it was in 2010, Nashville, Tennessee, and I believe I was 15 years old. I came with my parents. Think about that, Mike. 15. Oh, We're family goodness. friendly. So families, you're out there thinking about looking for a ministry to, to see God move. Join Eight Days of Hope. You were 15. You were in Nashville. How many people did your parents bring down to Nashville uh, back then? Um, I believe we had eight of 11 of my siblings. <laughs> So first of all, oh, come on. There's 11 of you, and that's why I love when you guys come. Like our numbers double, just like that. When they, you know the Houghton showed up, but um, so you you have been part of our junior ambassador program. We called it where we we look for teenage leaders, potential leaders, and we pour into them. And now you're one of our volunteer leaders. You're you're a, not a big girl, right? But you're you're an older, wiser woman. You're married. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we can't wait to see him on a future trip with Eight Days of Hope. I can't wait to bring him and introduce you to him. Yes.
Now, when he meets Mike, tell him to hide his wallet because he's from New York. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I'm kidding. Yeah. Mike would do, do that. I'll put a chain on it. There you go. Put a chain on it. That's good. So why should someone come and serve with Eight Days of Hope? You, you've been a volunteer. You're a leader. I know that you were helping lead in our community project down in Louisiana during Eight Days of Hope 18. Why should someone say, yes, Lord, use me and take that step? Well, one, it is it is life-changing. Um, I just recall coming, uh, every trip is, you you come to serve and impact the families here, but then you leave being blessed and impacted yourself. Mm, and it yes. just, uh, it is refreshing, it is renewing to just see so many people from all over the country come together um, and, and serve uh, mm. the communities. And... I just can't say how how much I've been changed by Eight Days of Hope. Um, just my outlook on things, and it definitely stretches you. Uh, and when put into positions of, of leadership, and uh, mm. it's definitely uh, God will use you and will stretch you and you will grow. Mm. So That's you, rich. You like being stretched? <laughs> Not necessarily, but it's definitely healthy and very good for you. <laughs> Definitely healthy. I like that. Good attitude with that there. Is there a particular story that just, as I ask you that question, comes to your mind, it just keeps you going and that you remember on one of these trips? Yes, there is. Um, And I mean, there are so many, but one in particular, uh, specifically with leadership, um, I get very nervous and I'm like, I don't know what what I can do and like talking with people, um, communication. And uh, it was a rapid response, um, and I was asked to give a devotion. Mm-hmm. You know, something you, for some mm-hmm. people it may be very simple, sure. right. but just seeing how um, people knew I was nervous and would come alongside me and pray with me mm-hmm. and encourage me, mm-hmm. and it was just really—that's one instance. But just to see how so many people just come alongside you to pray over you, to really encourage you uh, when they see you support. nervous and the, mm-hmm. yeah, the support. That was just really impactful for me to be aware of others who need support and mm-hmm. encouragement and to be that. You know, when, when we first introduced you and I said, you know, kind of like another daughter, um, you become part of the 80s Hope family. And mm-hmm. we talk about this multiple times when people listen to Hope Reigns, which, by the way, is a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello talking to our special guest, one of our volunteers, Hannah Westerholm. You, know, you become part of a family. And, yep. and I saw when I saw you, I was so happy. Mm. I've seen you as a, as a young lady with not a boatload of confidence, but you have you have blossomed, you have grown. Um, you're such a light, and when I see you walk and talk, and even now on a national radio show, girl, look at you! You're knocking this thing <laughs> off. You're doing great, but you become a part of a much bigger family. I know you have friends all over the country. Oh, absolutely, and I love coming back here because I get to see them and get to work with them. Sure. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Mm. You see her eyes swell up, Mike. Oh, yes. I'm just thinking when you said that, if you go back to 2005, Steve, and all these years, it just hit me like, I mean, and you see folks from 8 to 18, but we, we are able to watch. Sure. Watch 
I don't want to say, well, children starting off and then they grow up to be young adults and then they get married. Next yes. thing you're going to come back, you're going to have children that yes. you're going to be bringing. Yes. Oh, yep. uh, we love that. Let's expand that volunteer base. Come oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. We plan to. Um, and we saw that, you know, Preston Smith. We met Preston Smith at Thinking 80s Hope him, One. Yeah. And, you know, he rode his bike around the country to raise money. I mean, actually across the country. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. And now he's here with his wife and like his 93 kids. They're, all, they're everywhere. <laughs> I love them, right? Uh, sure. Maybe not as many as you're 11, but. So, Hannah, you, you know, you're going to leave here. And again, this, this might air in early 2023. And so someone's driving down the road. They're in Kansas. They're in, in Texas saying, you know what? I've never been on a missions trip. Why should they join Eight Days of Hope on a future trip? If you want to have a life-changing experience, come to Eight Days of Hope. And you will be blessed far more than you could ever imagine. Mm. You will meet friends and you will make long, long life friends at Eight Days of Hope. You will be um, just serving together a body of believers and bringing glory to God. And... Mm. That's just awesome, and I think that's a great reason to come to Eight Days of Hope. You know what I love, Mike? Mm-hmm. Great answer, by the way. We're gonna we're gonna capture that and, and somehow and promote sure. the life changing experience. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I love it. She didn't mention that she's been on a roof. She didn't mention <laughs> that she's done drywall. Mm. She didn't mention that she's painted. She hasn't mentioned that her and Hannah Fletcher have led you know eighty volunteers run it. Uh, just working in a park in a community project, she didn't mention any of the tasks. Mm. You know, come and do this, come and do that, and, right. you, and you can get on a roof and you can do that. Yes, that's part of what we do here at Eight Days of Hope. But she talked about the personal and spiritual growth that you will have, and it doesn't have to be Eight Days of Hope. Now we want you to come. <laughs> Find a ministry that you you have passion for. You know, something that they're doing, but use the gifts God's given you and watch yourself grow. No, absolutely, and I think that's one of the biggest things that, Steve, I think when you and your dad started this, you weren't really thinking this, but God saw your heart and your dad's heart that what God is doing is changing lives, mm. changing hearts. Um, yes, we're, as you said, we're, do, we're, we're getting all the work done, but God intended this ministry to have lives change, ours mm. that volunteer, ours, us that lead, and those that come to to, to volunteer and the homeowners. It's like a full circle of mm. Jesus wants us uh, close, pressed in, and, and how else do you find it, you know? Right. Right. Uh, but you know, you'll, you'll find it many ways, but here's one way you can find it. Hannah, you heard some of the testimonies from the families we served last night and um, maybe even the night before. can't remember if you were here yet. I think you were. Is there one testimony that a family shared that talked about their experience that kind of moved your heart? Is there something that stuck out? I can't recall like or remember a name, sure. But just the fact that you know they're they've just had this awful experience, and yet they see hope. They see angels show up on their board, on their doorsteps, and that's something I heard a lot last we, night. And actually, the word angels was used multiple times. Yes, it was every night. Yeah, it was during Eight Days Hope eighteen in Lake Charles. So we invite the families at in the evenings for dinner. And we interview them, and time and time again, it's just not this trip. You can go back to, you know, Harvey down in Houston, or uh, Hurricane Michael in Panama City, or or the recent outreaches we did in Florida with Hurricane Ian, Hurricane Ida. Before that, we hear that all the time. I had nowhere to turn, and then God sent angels. You're an angel. <laughs> 
Yes, Just you are. being the hands and feet of God. <laughs> but you're an angel, Hannah. I mean, you wow. are. I'm so thankful that God connects the dots that he does. Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. And we get to do ministry together. That's How awesome. cool is that? Mm. I, I Again, I'm just looking at your smile and just thinking about all the volunteers that came down. And this is something, if you haven't volunteered, go to the website, get your name into the system, 8daysofhope.com. And, and, you know, like Steve always says, we're not going to blow up the emails, but no. we're going to invite you. Sure. And I'm going to say what uh, Hannah said. It'll be a life-changing experience for you. Amen. Amen. Well, Hannah, we are going to let you go. Uh, I know that uh, we have another volunteer that's going to be sharing his experiences serving with the Eight Days of Hope. But thank you so much for being a part of the ministry. Happy New Year. I hope 2023 is an amazing year for you. And I'm so thankful that God would allow uh, us to kind of hang out this week as we serve this community. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mike. God it's bless been you. awesome. Yes. Oh. Uh, I tell you, Mike, now you know why. I tell you, I, I remember meeting her. I mean, she was 15 years old. Wow. And, and you know, she, you know, she doesn't have a type A. She's not like a hard charger, right? right. Where, you know, right. I can be. And she was just all wide-eyed and, 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 you know, yes, sir. And she did anything you asked. I mean, you, yeah. I mean she's, she's left the table. Right. She's a mature, godly woman that's changing the world. And, you know, she said something. She didn't feel too secure at certain points really? of what she was doing, but she put her best foot forward yeah. and said, I'm going to, I'm I'm here. And the Lord used her uh, in, in a great way. Hmm. So thankful for her. So we're going to go to another volunteer. Uh, now with us is Trevor Martin. He's from Kentucky. He has gone to a couple different places with us around the country. Hey, Trevor, thanks for joining us. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Good, good. I know it's just us having a conversation uh, and uh, thankful that you're here. You've been in Lake Charles. I know that you've gone elsewhere. You've gone to Alabama and Buffalo. Um, how'd you hear about Eight Days of Hope? Uh, so my sister went on a rebuild in Houston, Texas. And then right not long after, I think, there was a tornado in Opelika, Alabama, and she invited me to go along with that now when you were in alabama um there was loss of life in alabama so sometimes when we serve help people after disaster there's no loss of life but in alabama there was loss of life it, did you meet one of the families that lost loved ones uh, i'm sure i did because i can't recall yeah because wasn't there a lady that hid in her closet while the tornado was coming by and she lost loved ones yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So, Mike, when we were in Alabama, mm -hmm. sure. um, the tornado came, and uh, a lady who had lost loved ones, she'd, mm -hmm. she'd come. We helped her with her property, and she'd come at night and, and, mm -hmm. and sing praises to God and give God the glory, even in, in her deepest moments. It, it was a tough time. That, that's I, I, I can't put myself in those shoes, but I've seen folks that have come out that, you know, Steve, just the fact that they would come to— uh, an eight days of hope event, like come out to dinner and share their testimonies after loss of life. Right. It seems like, you know, tough. but you know, again, that's why, you know, volunteers like Trevor, you, you make such a difference. Just the fact that you step on the grounds and you're willing to be used by God and God is using you. So I guess that leads me to say, thank you for deciding to volunteer and to using the gifts 
And if you don't feel so gifted, guess what? You're gifted. God's gifted you to, to serve at Eight Days of Hope. Thank you. What, what, what types of things have you done, Trevor, uh, with Eight Days of Hope? Um, chainsaw work, demolishing, getting ready to build, getting ready to install drywall, uh, calling their houses, mm-hmm. ripping insulation out, um, did a little bit of framework, did some roofing. What, what do you like doing best? I'd say chainsaw. <laughs> now they don't give me a chainsaw you know why that trevor they they say i'm adad or hd something i don't know high definition i move around too quick you, you feel comfortable using a chainsaw oh yeah and that's it I, now see now you're smiling you look a little bit more comfortable now i talk about chainsaw you're like yeah here we go baby so did you have to get um certified yes and, and what level are you at now with that yellow Oh, good. Okay. So you've started the process. So what we have, if you're listening today, uh, thanks for joining us here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're meeting some of the volunteers who've traveled the country with us to serve families in need after natural disasters. I'm Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiala. Our guest right now at the moment is Trevor Martin, and Trevor is uh, telling us a little bit about your experiences. So you did some chainsaw work probably in Alabama. No, that's I didn't start doing chainsaw work till Until much afterwards. later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What what kind of things did you do in Louisiana? Here in Lake Charles. Okay. Uh that's where I did framework and actually I I did a little bit of laundry. Okay. So. <laughs> Mike. Wow. He did your laundry. You didn't know that. <laughs> this is what I like. People don't realize there's something for everyone in 8 days of hope. Can you make a sandwich? Can you do a load of laundry? Can you do chainsaw work? Mike can't do chainsaw work. Hmm. We won't give Mike a chainsaw. Well, I got certified, but then they took it back for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. If someone was listening right now, Trevor, and they're just hanging out, listening to a podcast, um, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 24. I love it. Good for you. I didn't know Jesus when I was 24, and so thank you for being a light to younger men and women that Mm -hmm. at 24 you can do King kingdom changing stuff out there as you serve families. Um, if you had to tell a volunteer out there, they should come join us and why they should come join us. What would you say? I would say you should come to the eight days of hope. It's awesome here. It's like a huge family reunion. Once you get to know everybody, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It changes your, changes your life. Mike, we've heard that time and time yes. again today. Mm. Trevor, thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. God bless you as you continue to serve, and thank you for being a guest today. Yes. Mike, we, um, we heard this time and time again. This show and every, you know, we've been doing this now. We're, we're going on, is it our three-year anniversary or four-year anniversary? I think we'll just get in in the four. Okay. Yeah. But how many times do we hear that when we, when we interview a volunteer? It's life-changing. I'm part of a family. Uh, you know, I, I left tired, but my heart was full. We hear that over and over and over again. Mm. It's an earmark of eight days of hope and what God is doing through uh, definitely the leadership, the volunteers. Um, and it never gets old to hear life changing. You know, we're all searching for something, whether we have a, have a great in our life or we're not so great. But there, you never get, you can, I really believe in, you've said this before, you can really only really, really be fulfilled, that little something inside when you're out serving. And Eight Days of Hope, is, as well as other organizations, but a great way to serve. 
So here's the deal. You're listening today and you're like, you know what? I'm looking for something bigger than just me and I want to I want to have an impact. Join us. Go to 8daysofhope.com, sign up for our email alerts. And in 2023, we know that we're going to be at multiple places. We have a safe house we're building in Ohio. It's a six-month project. We need skilled volunteers for that. But if you're not skilled, still join us. You could join us at a rebuild event like we just wrapped up in Louisiana. Uh, earlier in the year, we were in Laplace, Lake Charles, Louisiana. We know in 2023, we've already started conversations, can't tell you where, about helping another community rebuild their rebuild of their community. Uh, but when you come and serve with us, like these volunteers say, you will be changed mm-hmm. uh, forever. Yes. Well, while you and I are talking away, uh, another volunteer has stepped up. His name is Dan Campbell. Dan is originally, I think, from Oregon. Are you not? Still from Oregon. Hey, Dan, how are you, man? Thanks, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Doing, thank you. Love now, being here. Now, I know that you were on the site. Now, you didn't speed to get here on time, did you? I've asked the pilot to fly as fast as we could go. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> there you go. All right, Dan, how'd you hear about Eight Days of Hope? How long do you have? <laughs> okay. Well, well, you've got about 60 seconds to answer okay, that Okay, well, I'll be fast <laughs> okay. then. I came down to Hurricane Michael with Firefighters for Christ, and yes. we were next to where Eight Days of Hope was holding their center. And um, they invited us to come share meals because we were cooking for our group of 12 and they invited us to come join with and so we did and I said man I love this group I was uh, pastoring at the time and I wanted to get into doing something that would be a ministry in the field that would be related to my previous life which was fire and paramedic EMS and so I began um, looking for an opportunity to do that and so I fell in love with eight days of hope and I love the motto on many of the shirts at the time was love and serve yes and I thought Boy, there's not a better thing. Jesus says, you know, what's the greatest, or was asked, what's the greatest commandment? Love your neighbor, love the Lord, your God. And so love and serve fit that great. That's me. Wow. You know, our rapid response shirts say love and serve on the front. They're yellow, Mike. And what I like what you said, and I'm glad we did this. And I found out that we did it afterwards. And I'm glad decisions feel, leaders feel comfortable making these decisions, Mike. Mm -hmm. We were feeding our volunteers and one of our feeding leaders saw another group working hard to make food for 12 people. And so they just invited to eat with us. They weren't even serving with us. And, 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 And I'll never forget the leader saying, hey, I hope you're not upset with that decision. I'm like, wait a minute, brother. That's not our food. <laughs> right. That's God's food. If you can bless somebody, it, they don't have to wear an eight days of hope shirt. Bless them. And, and now look at you coming serving with us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. My blessing, actually. So what kind of things you've been doing uh, serving with eight days of hope in Louisiana? So this trip to Louisiana, we uh, uh, see, I, I started out under a house doing some rough carpentry. And then because we wanted to get the person's toilet in, um, it needed a floor. And so oh, wow. I yeah. went outside of our area of rough carpentry and asked uh, the person running the, the uh, finishing. I said, can I finish the floor in the bathroom and put the toilet back on the wax ring? So we did that and then uh, went to another house and put up um, lath that they were going to then because they needed to space out an area for plywood, uh, plywood for sheetrock. And today and yesterday, we've been putting up a porch that had fallen off or fallen down and replaced a header and put new columns and a handrail for a lady that uh, that needed a handrail to go with that. Well, you sound like you've been in the business forever with all the, the terminology you're using. You know how to do all that stuff. I read it, I read it in a book. Oh, come on. You <laughs> no. watch a YouTube video. Yes. There you go. Wow. That's all right. So you've met volunteers from around the country now this week, I assume. Yes. 
So when you leave Eight Days of Hope, what do you take from this trip? Is it the families you served? Is it the volunteers, the new friends? What, what, what's, your, what's the story you're excited to tell people you love back in Oregon? Uh, this is my ninth event with Eight Days of Hope, three rapid response, three safe house uh, trips, and this wow. is my second, um, ra- uh, second rebuild. <clears throat> and what I've found in all of them is it's such a great thing after I've met people at the first rapid response. I look forward to coming back like it was a reunion of mm-hmm. friends that all have the same mindset uh, to come and do that and, and to go then. So that's great. Reunion to meet friends, mm-hmm. meet new people. And each time I work with a different group of people and they're so fun to work with. And again, same mindset, serving people and loving sure. on other people, loving on these homeowners and you know, come down thinking we're going to bless somebody but I get blessed every time through it. So I want to go back. So I go back to Oregon and there's only, my wife and I are the only ones from Oregon, I believe in this trip. And a lot of times that's the way it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to con- uh, get a contingent of Oregon that comes like down. That. We like won't that. get more nice. than Buffalo maybe, like but we're going to try. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so I'm, you mentioned the word pastor. Are you still pastoring or? I'm not. I, I passed that. Uh, I did it for nine years after 30 years fire and EMS. I, um, I'm a chaplain with the Firefighters for Christ still okay. um, for their ministries that they do. Um, but sure. I passed on the full-time ministry. I'm getting older and uh, oh, said, yeah, you know, get, a young, get a young fired up, you know, young oh, buck yeah. in there. And I was able to come out and do something that I feel like the Lord's calling me to use some experience and background I had in disaster um, sure. preparedness relief. Well, that's so important to a chaplain for the for the firefighters uh, for Christ. I mean, what it, it's a good fit. I can see the joy in your face. Yes, you know. And, oh, uh, this whole week's is a joy. I mean, I just love doing this. So. Dan, yeah. you're smiling from ear to ear. This whole interview, you just smile. You're like in your element, aren't you? Oh, I love this. Yeah. I mean, I can tell. <laughs> and and you're you're pretty versatile. I mean, you, you've been on rapid response events. You you've helped build safe houses yes. for women rescued from trafficking. Now you have to be skilled to volunteer with us for that. What goes through your mind? I know we're talking disaster relief, but we're really just trying to tell people more about this ministry of Eight Days of Hope. We want to encourage you go to eightdaysofhope.com, learn more about it. But before we go to break, Dan. How does it feel knowing that you've helped build facilities that women and children are getting free care to provide emotional, physical, and spiritual help? They've been rescued from trafficking. When you leave those places, knowing that women and children will be sleeping in those bedrooms shortly thereafter, what goes through your mind? Can I share two little stories that go along with that? So we were working at... um we were working at uh, Scarlet Rope. Yeah. That was a Tennessee. safe house build in ja- uh, Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. And what a great project. A lot of times we don't get to see or interact with the, with the survivors. Sure. And we were having lunch, and the CEO of the Scarlet Rope was there talking to us at lunchtime, just telling us what was going on. And all of a sudden we heard these voices go running through the building, and they, they were just giggling and laughing like oh. free, free, and, and, and they were sure. young, you know, young, young adolescent women, mm-hmm. and they were going to be the clients. And they're like, this is my bedroom. I get this bedroom. So oh, that yes. was super touching. Yeah. But we were at Mercy Gate in Hunt, Texas yeah. here just recently, sure. and we actually had times in the evening where the women who had been, um, had been trafficked came and shared. Oh, wow. And that was, that oh, was, talk gosh. about choke me up. Um, sure. It was a, Tissue not, not too many dry mm-hmm. eyes. And right. 
I had put in windows uh, in the building, um, and I got done with the windows, and um, I was asked to help with drywall. And so I went to go help do some drywall. The women had gone in there and had been writing verses on the two-by-fours. Oh, and, wow. Man, to read the verses they wrote that were like protection from the being in the dark area and the mm. dark places they'd been and read those verses. I told them, I said, it took me longer to drywall once I saw those because I'd be sure. praying for whoever was going to oh, occupy sure. that room and uh, just was so touched by the, the what they had written and the verses they had written. I took pictures, sent them home, said, this is eight days of hope. And this is one of their just one of their ministries. And um, and then the lady who shared um, uh, again, I'll never forget her story and how you know, they're just loving what Eight Days of Hope is involved in with them. Just another ministry of Eight Days of Hope. Dan, thank you for sharing all Ab- that. Absolutely. I, you know, you will never forget meeting those young ladies. No. You'll never forget that. No. To the day you die. No. It's a life-changing moment because I've met some of the young ladies who've been rescued from trafficking that we've been able to support by building facilities. And just a couple that I've met, I'll never forget meeting them and you know them just expressing their thankfulness for eight days of hope hey dan we've man we're about eight minutes past the break but dan thank you so much absolutely thank you for finding a way to get back in here i hope you didn't speed and break any laws but uh if so i think the local police might give you a little a pass this tape for all the work that's being done but anyways thank you so much we love you um Thank we you. are better because of you. So God bless you, brother. Thank you for what you do for us also, oh, Steve. It's so awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Dan Campbell from Oregon. Thank you. One all. of our volunteers. Thank you. God hey, bless. we've we've got to go to a break and we're gonna do that right now. When we come back, we're gonna meet with one more volunteer before we wrap up this very special edition show of Hope Reigns. I'm Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. You listen to Hope Reigns, it's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our mass feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. I believe you gave sight to the blind I believe that the dead came to life I believe there were wonders and signs And you're still the same I believe every word that you said I believe there were scars in your hands that your goodness is good without it and you'll never change i will tell of your wonders sing of your grace the god of creation knows me by name the lord is faithful yesterday now and always 
Welcome back to another edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Today we've been, this is like a special edition. My name's Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike mm-hmm. Fiala. Mike, we've been interviewing volunteers who serve with Eight Days of Hope. And they've all, there's been like a theme. Sure. There's been a theme. What, what, what do you remember from the theme from the volunteers so the far? The theme is this, without a doubt, it's a life changing experience when you come out and volunteer uh, at an Eight Days of Hope event. You know, we met somebody from Oregon, and I think someone from what Florida. I, th- I think, um, I'm, I'm, and and now we're going to have another volunteer joining us. She's from the beautiful state of Ohio, mm, and I, yeah. Chelsea. I've known Chelsea for a while. Chelsea West, uh, Todd Candell's daughter. Um, so sometimes I want to say Chelsea. Candell, but that's not your name anymore. Yeah, it, yeah, it changed. You it go, did. Girl. It changed. It changed. Congratulations. Thank you. I know it's been a while, but Thank congratulations. You. Thank you. So you've been on many Eight Days of Hope yes. trips. Yes. My first one was 2006. So I've been on. Really? I think. I think this is eight. I think. Yes. So yes, I am Great. hooked. So I've missed a couple <laughs> here and there, but I'm back, and I'm happy to be back, and I'm hoping to not miss more. But yeah. You know. So why do you keep coming back? It's just, it's a. I mean, me and my dad talk about it. It's like, it's like coming home to family. Like, wow. I, I, yeah, it really is. I'm, uh, I have kind of switched gears when I do volunteer here, and it's more hanging out here at the base and serving the volunteers and kind of equipping people to go out and serve the community. So whether it's mm-hmm. helping manage the job boards and keeping track of where all the projects are, or like this week I've been checking people in. So I've literally gotten to say hi to like over a thousand people this week, Ooh. which is awesome. Oh, <laughs> and like see all the excitement and stuff. So um, it's, it's, it's cool. And you kind of have to keep the perspective of like, even though you're not out there serving the homeowners, sure. you're able to equip people. So it's just, I've gotten to spend a lot more time with, the other volunteers here and some of the leaders and everything. So it really is. You can you cannot see someone for three years or five years or ten years and then you come back and you give them a big hug and you pick up right where you left off. And it's like <laughs> it really is. It's like coming home to family. So what do you do at home base when you're at the event? What's like your here? what's your job? Yeah. Um so the last three trips that I was on before this one, I was in the jobs area. And so I worked with some of the the contractors and okay. you know handymen that oversee our projects. So like this this year we have a bunch of job managers that are like overseeing drywall or overseeing this. So mm-hmm. I would help keep track of you know I don't know maybe fifty houses at a time. Like okay this one's <laughs> yeah. on demo. Yeah just fifty houses. <laughs> just fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Texas <laughs> Texas I think was like <laughs> like a like maybe like eighty or ninety I was overseeing. So no so big Mike, deal. you and I we can't even oversee our own house and she's overseeing fifty houses. <laughs> Tell me about it. We need to have her come to New York and take care of our home. There we go. I can't take care of my home at home. It's you kind of switch into a different gear when you get here. So, um, but yeah, it's just kind of keeping track of like, okay, once the demo's done, that means we can post up the electric ticket, and then once that one's done, make sure we get the inspection. Then you get the insulation. So it's managing multiple homes and just making sure that we're keeping things on track and keeping things moving so we can serve as many homeowners as possible. I'm glad you're doing that. (laughs) (laughs) The the guys that are in there are glad too. They. They couldn't, you know, they're, they're great. But. So, so Eight Days of Hope travels the country and helps families in need after disasters. And in 2022, from Kentucky to Florida to Louisiana, we have traveled all over the place. And the only reason we can do that is because of the volunteers. 50,000 volunteers have served with the ministry. So, Chelsea, you're one of 50,000, but you're a very special one because you. you are part of that family. <laughs> you know, you've come so many times. And Chelsea, you're, I think, the fifth person we've interviewed for this special edition of Hope Reigns. Every single person, Mike, every single person talked about family. Yes. 
Every single one. And I really believe when God created us, he wants us to use our gifts to bless and serve others, but he wants us to have fellowship. And, and this is a, a big army of, of God-loving people, some skilled, some less skilled. You know, some are doing laundry, some are making sandwiches, some are putting roofs on, some are painting, some people are handling the soundboard. And, and to your point, Chelsea, I mean, you've worked in the jobs area, and now you're right there. You're, you're one of the first faces people <laughs> see. And I'm glad because you like to smile and you're kind and you're, and you're, and you're friendly. Um, it's fun up there, isn't it? it? It really is. And it's, it's so fun. You know, we've had, we have had a lot. I was shocked. A lot of people who, you know, you come in and we say, oh, hey, like, how many have you served with us before? And a ton of people are saying, no, I've never, this is my oh, first wow. eight days of hope anything. And then we're like, awesome. Like, hey, we're so glad you're here. Sure. Like, how did you hear about us? What made you come? And then some people are like, well, I heard it on the radio and I said, oh, cool. Do you, like, do you know anybody here? Can like, can I help you find someone? They're like, no. And I was like, so you heard about this. And you came to Louisiana and you're like, I'm here for it. I'm all at like, whatever, I'm here. And I'm just, it's amazing. So, and it's just the excitement is contagious and the energy is contagious. So it's been, it's been fun to just be part of that excitement and help sure. to build that up and encourage sure. people who are here for the first time. You've heard some of the family testimonies that come back at, at night mm-hmm. at dinner. Is there one that you'll remember a month from now when you're driving down the road and you think about Louisiana and some of the outreaches we've done around the country, but is there one that, that just like, you don't have to remember their name, but is there just <laughs> a story you can remember or something that you can reflect upon? Uh, um, so I actually have been spending most of my time out there. Okay. But right. I will I will say okay. um I got to come down here a month ago and help with the assessments to oh, set up. Yes. So the coolest part for me has been to go I, I did get to go out to the homes, get to go out there and meet them and hear their story. And then when you see them walk in for dinner and know that someone's working on their home and serving them and invited them to dinner and then you get to hear them get the opportunity to share their story, which is so, you know, mm-hmm. healing for them. So to get to to get to have seen them from the start of the process to the end and know that, you know, we made it here, we've got volunteers and someone picked her house off the wall and is there serving her. That's been that to me, that's the part that's memorable for me is when they walk in the door and you can see them and you remember them. Now, you've been here all week, right? Yes. How do you keep this energy I'm level going? Um, I have you. had quad coffees every morning. <laughs> um, I work nights at home, so okay. I, yeah, caffeine. All right. That's, that's my it's secret. A, it's contagious. Caffeine. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, this special edition of Hope Reigns, we're talking to some of the volunteers who travel the country and get a chance to meet families in need. And, you know, I know that while we were in Lake Charles, Chelsea, it was right before Christmas. Yes. Christmas is such a special time, even for people who don't confess and, and, and you know, they're not actively involved in a church or aren't mm-hmm. a Christ follower. Christmas, there's something unique about Christmas. But this Christmas is going to be different down in Lake Charles for some Absolutely. of these families. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know some of these families that, you know, we, we you know, like Miss Mary. Um, oh, yes. The widow, you know, yeah. she's been a widow for 40 years. Mm-hmm. She has an adult son, 51, who is... He's gone through some mental challenges, and, and she, he lives with her, and she almost lost her house. And she came last night, and she was crying on my shoulder, and I felt her tears on my neck. Mm. Mm. I'll never forget that. You're never going to forget, Chelsea, that God brought you um, out of the comforts of your own home, mm-hmm. right? You're not sleeping in your own bed. You're nope. not eating the food you normally would nope. eat. Maybe it's even better. I don't know, because this food's here pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. <laughs> But it changes you, doesn't it? Absolutely. 
It does. It changes you forever. Because mm-hmm. I think it puts things in perspective. Yes. Yes. So when you go home to your husband, what do you tell him about this trip? Um, I just, I can't hardly even find words, honestly. But I think he, he sees it. He's, he's always, he always says, he's like, you, you know, you, you come here and you work and you have, I don't know, eight not quite 18 hour days that might be a stretch but you work such long hours yeah. and you don't sleep long at night and you have like all this high energy that you're expelling and you have this you know all of these emotions and everything's sure. charged but it's energizing so like you're you're here and you're working in long days and short nights and you're exhausted but you leave completely filled up and with so much energy so mm-hmm. i don't i mean he can see he can see that something's different and something has sure. been filled up and recharged sure. and everything you, you don't so. have to say a word with the glow that's on you no, i can see it now and the energy you're gonna walk in your house and your and your husband's gonna put both hands up in the air and say i'm gonna go next time <laughs> <laughs> i've been i'll get him eventually we've we've been working on it yeah, it's it's, it's an eventuality he'll, he'll be here sure well chelsea thank you yeah thank, thank you. you for who you are in christ thank you for saying yes to go to the mission field i tell people all the time you don't have to join 8 Days Hope. We want you to, but find something that you're passionate about and use your gifts. When you come here, you use your gifts, and you do it so well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you do so well. How can we pray for you as you exit another outreach of 8 Days of Hope? Yeah, so um, I have, with coming to this trip, um, I kind of went through like a career change and everything. So oh, okay. I'm, I've always known that that was going to happen eventually and where I was going to go. So I'm looking for opportunities. I love missions work. I've been on multiple missions trips ever since junior high. So um, I've always known that my career and my gifts and abilities, I've been able to look back over my life and see ways that God has given me this gift or this experience or taught me this to then look back from the next thing I was doing to see how that shaped what I would be doing next Mm. and taught me things that I would then use to go on to the next thing. So I think that, you know, with my new job and kind of the the flexibility and the structure that I have now, I'm able to do a lot more mission work. So I've had some conversations with people here about it. So I'm just, I'm anxious to see where that goes. It hasn't been too long, but there's already been some different things that have popped up as opportunities. So that would be great. I just, I'm, I'm excited, eager, anxious, all those good, 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 excited, good, anxious to see how that is going to work. Well, let's do this. I want to pray for you. Sure. Mm -hmm. I love that. Father, we just thank you for Chelsea. We thank you for her heartbeat, for the brokenhearted. Yes. We pray for her. We are thankful for her smile mm-hmm. and the energy she brings to the front desk when a volunteer has traveled 16 hours in a car and, and shows up, and that's the first face they see. Thank you, Lord, for that gift mm-hmm. of friendliness and, and just her personality. Father, I do pray for clarity uh, in regards to missions, when, when not, what it should look like. Father, you're not a God of confusion. Uh, you're, God, you're a God of order. That's right. And Lord, I just pray that you would just um, confirm to her and her loved ones around her when she should move and when she should be still. Thank you, Lord, for her bundle of joy. It rubs off on all of us, and we thank you for that. Bless her. She travels home. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, girl. Oh, yes, our friend from Ohio, Miss Chelsea. She's got yes. she's got some energy, Mike. Oh my! I'm, I mean, you I'm, almost fell asleep there for a second, I, no, and then even, she showed up, and you like popped right up. You noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard though, Mike, too. And you know, when you do missions work, sometimes like this, it, it is tiring. Mm-hmm. You know, we're flesh. Right. You know, we're 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 in a different environment. But I've seen the Holy Spirit move mm. on the last day of eight days of hope on on trips, uh, not only to the families through the families, but to the volunteers as well. Well, and Chelsea, she used a term that I'm hooked. 
I agree. <laughs> I'm hooked. Sure. You're hooked. And, and, and that's the hook. I mean, we see the Holy Spirit moving. We see God. All the efforts, I think about all the, the hours and the weeks and the months that were put into this mm. to watch it play out in front of us better than we could even imagine. That's God. And it's, it's exciting. Come join us. Go to 8daysofhope.com. Submit your email address. We'll invite you to go whenever God opens that door. You know, we have multiple arms of the ministry. We've only got a couple of minutes less, left, so I'm going to talk real fast. you got to listen real fast. So we have this rebuilding arm that right now is wrapping up in Lake Charles, Louisiana. It's our 18th rebuilding trip. Everyone's invited, including kids. It's family-friendly. It's been an amazing eight days. We have another arm that goes very quickly. It's called our rapid response arm. It was in Florida for five full weeks after Hurricane Ian, both in Sarasota and Fort Myers. Uh, any skill level can come, but you have to be 18. It's an active disaster site. Then we have our safe house ministry. We're building safe houses like Dan talked about from Oregon. He's been to three of them, building safe houses around the country. We have a six-month project building a safe house for children who've been rescued from trafficking. That starts in April in Ohio. You're invited. You do need to be a skilled volunteer for that trip. And this year, we're launching a brand new arm right around the corner. The equipment is on its way as we speak, a mass feeding arm, where we'll go into a community that's had a significant disaster, has no power, no food, and this feeding unit can make 8,000 meals in a two-hour cycle. So, no matter where your skill level is, no matter where your passion is, there's something for you at Eight Days of Hope like there was for Hannah and Trevor and Dan and Chelsea. Again, go to 8daysofhope.com for more information. Mike, we have 30 seconds. Closing thought, brother. I love everything God's doing through Eight Days of Hope. And I just hats off to, to you, Steve, the leaders, the volunteers, and just thank God for his hand on Eight Days of Hope and the folks that come out to volunteer. It's making an impact, not only in, yeah, definitely in the communities we go, but just across, really, I want to say across the U.S. and just in the body of Christ. If you want to see Jesus at work, come out to an Eight Days of Hope event. And that's what I like about Eight Days of Hope. You know, when, when thousands of volunteers show up, we all don't look the same. We all don't talk the same. We have different backgrounds. Some people are, are educated. Some people are, quote, less educated. Some people are handy men, handy women, right? Well, that, that's what they say themselves. Okay, I never went to college, but you know what? That guy right. can build a porch. Absolutely. That's what I meant by, by that point. But God brings people together, right. people with means and maybe not as much means. Mm-hmm. And yet there's one common denominator. It's Jesus. Yeah. And make Jesus. yourself available to that. Amen. Continue to pray for the ministry of 8 Days of Hope. Consider volunteering. Would you donate today? Go to 8daysofhope.com. You can donate online. It's fast. It's easy. It's safe. Or you can mail a donation. Our mailing address is on our website and our Facebook page. Thank you for joining us for this special edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com. 